Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Does someone say threesome? Oh, no! <laughs> Was that yours? That's mine. Oh, my God. No, listen, listen. Mine, mine is, oof. I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> here for the circle jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Did someone say anal? <laughs> You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Check, check, one, sibilance. Sibylance. Okay. Check two. Good morning. Good morning. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Um, okay. Should we get right into the or do you want to do what dance mardik first? What? Let's get into the buff. Yeah, I think it's like very like in our brains. So I think we should get into it. So somebody had commented on Read the comment. Our, read the comment. Yeah. Someone Let's... someone commented on the video of the Great Fall of Ryan. Um the, the the reel that we made and someone wrote <laughs> what See, they this is what i love uh, this is what i love about our community number because, number one there are so many funny people that are so out there like funny. way funnier than we are way funnier than the internet you. almost you. always wins and this comment as soon as i read this comment should i am i allowed to say who it came from yeah i think it's fine how would you pronounce that bks B- only hope yeah bks only hope yeah or do you think that's Hope. No, I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's BKS Anyways, it's only it's in response hope. to when Ryan fell and we were like jarring or whipping off things about like being like, hey, how's it going? Just like this random dude falls into the room. And so this girl wrote. He's trying to reach them about their car's extended warranty, which I thought. I heard you was, cackling upstairs. I read that and I'm like, that is so funny oh to God. me. Because and it also reminds me of like, um, do you want to save money? Like the Geico commercials. Like yeah. It comes out of nowhere. So then we started like crying this morning, laughing about going back and forth about just like the random things that people could say. Right. Yeah. And so actually our uh, producer just had one. <laughs> well, I don't think it was supposed to be one. I don't even know if I didn't say that because it's so personal, but like someone falls in. <laughs> I can't hear, I'm Start not even with the. Then you go ahead. Yeah. Hello, I'm here to talk to you about the Lord. In Savior Jesus yeah, Christ. The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I think you have to like picture it. I almost wish that we could reenact it. Like, when was your last pap? No, think about it. Just think about it this way. You're sitting on a couch and you're talking to someone on the other side of the couch yeah. and in comes this flying man out of nowhere, misses all five steps, lands right in front of you. He's got to say something or yeah. she's got to say something to break the awkwardness. By, but by saying something, it becomes more awkward. It becomes so awkward. So you got one? I do. What is it? Start with the bush. Okay. Oh, that was so good. That was really good. Do it again. A cookie a day keeps the doctor away. What? Isn't it an apple? <laughs> it is, but I think it's funnier that it's okay, cookie. Ready? Ready? Yeah. 
Oh, I'm going to be. That was, that was so like a, bad. That was like a slap. Yeah. Like a, yeah, that's good. Are you uh, Brittany Ostafy? Yeah. You've been served. <laughs> Can you imagine just like hands? Yeah. You've been served. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, what is the other one? Okay. No, wait, that wasn't that's good. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. That wasn't sure even thing. it, but that's actually sure what I'm going to leave it. Yep. No, I- <laughs> yep, I'm here. <laughs> sure. Does someone say threesome? Oh, no! Sure. Was that yours? That's mine. Oh, my God. No, listen, listen. Mine, mine is, oof, I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> here for the circle jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Did someone say anal? <laughs> Oh, my oh. God. I heard you need more lube. <laughs> you just coming out. Okay, anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Did you say it was Taco Tuesday? I'm sweating. Jake, do you have any? <laughs> Give me a... <laughs> is this the stairway to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> is this the stairway to heaven? <gasps> I keep on falling. Can you imagine? They just start fucking singing. <laughs> okay. No, listen. <laughs> Why am I uh, Karaoke starts at 7 o'clock. Just so you know. Okay, ah, so shit. let's go into this, yes, or what day is it? Schwa. Today would be... It's Wednesday. No, today would be Tuesday. Yes, right. But we're recording on Wednesday. A couple of days ago, we went golfing with um, my best friend and her um, partner, Andy. And it was such... Andy, it was such a good a day. you're a fine girl. That's Brandy. I know, but I took the B out. Brandy, yeah, okay. So... And the R. Before we talk about what dents my day... Brandy. <laughs> took two letters out. I want to talk about idiot. Ryan was Carry driving the driving the golf court. What? Ryan was driving the golf cart yes. and there was a part in on like the grass that was so bumpy. I don't know if you were just like, yeah, we'll be fine. No, I was looking or for the ball. Like, I wasn't paying attention okay, to the grass. They were like, I wasn't paying attention to the undulations. They were fucking moguls. Like he was like, hit the nose. We went over these things. Ryan smashed his head on the top of the golf cart. <laughs> I almost fell off. I was laughing so hard and like in, bleeding internally. But it was so funny. And you were so alarmed. Like you were like. Like, what just what happened? happened? I'm like, you're the one who was fucking driving. I went from driving, looking to the left to find my ball to being concussed with <laughs> internal bleeding. It was a lot. And my nut, I like sat on my right nut. Oh my nut. God, it was so funny. And so then we parked and we look over and DK and Andy are crying. Are you okay? We were, I'm like falling off. I was laughing like, so just, hard. Just imagine you're driving and it's, all, it's not like, it's not like the golf cart the roof is like an inch from your head to yeah. begin with. It's a significant difference between you and the, the roof. You so are literally to just be, keep to be driving and go like, yeah, <laughs> out of nowhere. Didn't it's my not uncle good. like run into a tree? Your uncle took the roof off of his, <laughs> off of his gar- golf cart by running into a tree. It same thing. He was looking, same thing. He was looking for the golf cart. He could have died. I know. He didn't. I, those are like my favorite videos oh to my see God. on Instagram. There's, me too. I just said that those funny, like golf videos, from like the guys who just completely shammed on the golf cart. It's actually quite dangerous. I there, don't know why they allow it. I saw a video of these two grounds guys. They were obviously teenagers. It was obviously a summer job for them. And there's this course where they have to take this bridge from one part of the fairway into the green. And they took it as fast as they could and dumped it. And I'm not talking like dumped it into the water. I'm talking dumped it and the thing fell like seven to ten feet into the water upside down oh my god were they still in it they were of course they were still in it but the thing i love the most about being a guy is 
the cat. When that happens, there's not even a part of you that's like, oh my God, are you okay? It's, it's just like, crying oh my laughing. God, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen yeah, in my entire life. As long life. as everyone's okay. And then you see the guys like floating <laughs> back up and then you check, like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> you but, the, but the idea, and it's like, when we were at the, when we were out camping with your mom, not camping, we were at their cottage. The lake house. The lake house. You fell on the dock. Like there was a, there was a slippery part of the dock. And I, I was, shit. and I was like, I would say hundred feet from you. I ate shit. Waiting for you to come around. So I saw you slip on, on, I don't even know the al- algae. It's like the algae. The algae. algae. I saw you slip algae. on it and I looked and I was like, <laughs> part of me wanted to laugh really hard but i didn't know if i was allowed to so there's a bunch of people who don't know me so i shout across this lake i'm like am i allowed to laugh at that or are you hurt you're like you're allowed to laugh i'm like oh my god so i start laughing as i start as i start laughing your mom comes up to you like are you okay fucking falls on the same algae and now I know that she's not okay because she stayed down. The poor thing, and it, it reminded me of like the ooh, ooh, <laughs> the grape girl. Ooh, ooh, yeah, it and hurts. I'm like, it oh, hurts. My, my fucking dad too. He was like, Jesus Christ, Kim. Like she just said, watch out for the algae, and she was like, I you, didn't know. You watched her step the on that. Thing. You watched her fall, and, and then you do the same thing. But she was I'm so married strong. To a she was moron. like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. And like and she she's limps still away. Down. She's like, everything's fine. I'm like, uh, can someone pass me a paddle? She's like, I'll get it to you. Limp, limp, limp. I'm like, can someone who can walk get me a paddle, please? Oh, God. Oh. She would never admit that she was in so much pain, but no. it was it was bad. Anyways, so, so when we were golfing, we were talking about golf etiquette because Ryan's always like, I was so paranoid because I kept being like, let's let these people in front of us because, you know, like we're not, I'm not an avid golfer. I'm not bad at golf. But I'm not like amazing at golf. So I just didn't want to keep people like from doing their game. Right. You have to stay on a schedule. So I was like, let's just let them in front of us. Let's just let them in front of us. And Ryan's like, no, like as long as you're prepared and ready, it's okay that you're slow. It's just like people get pissed off when you're like lazy, lackadaisy, like not ready to hit like and just like wandering around. I'm like, be on the the tee block with your ball. Yeah. With your club, with your tee. With your concussion. Get ready to hit. <laughs> if you suck, you suck. Yeah. But as long as you're, as long as you're ready, ready to play the game, mm-hmm. then you're fine. Because there's always going to be, and this is just a, this is not an I love you and you're annoying. Because it's just important. Gentlemen, a lot of your a lot of your wives don't play golf. Some of them do, and some of them are phenomenal. And be honest with you, some of them are better than you. Ooh. that's just the way those it is are there are some there are, golf is one of those sports that it doesn't really matter what sex you are distance maybe potentially but that gets made up from the t-blocks there are definitely women out there that are far greater than you your wife is probably better than you at golf if she tried and she just played more often she'd probably be better than you because she doesn't need to kill it anyways what i'm getting at is many of your wives do not play golf and when you do go and play golf with them i'm not saying that they rob you of the fun of golf i'm not saying that but i am saying it is important it is very important to let them know what the golf etiquette is because when the person behind you the team behind the group behind you is pressing you constantly Mm -hmm. you can see that they're stressed they've got their hands on their hips they're like Mm -hmm. like when we were golfing the one guy behind us the one dude behind us there was a bunch of pra- there was a bunch of practice that. shots that were taken, and the guy says from the tee blocks, "Just hit the ball." Yeah, it was so mean. Now that made so 
I felt that, but the fact that he said that made me absolutely enraged. So my whole thing, that's what I said to you. But it Brett, wasn't like, even on the, it was like in the fair, it wasn't no, the I know. drive. Like no, he, he was waiting to drive. She was in the middle of the fairway. Yeah. He couldn't drive until we had moved, right. uh, moved to our next shot. But this is what I said to you. I said like, cause you're always stressed out and she was always stressed out. And every time we go golfing with any partners, you go, the girls are always stressed out that they're not doing things, blah, 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 blah. My whole thing is just get out of the cart, mm-hmm. be prepared. Be prepared. I know you guys want to talk. I know you want to have a good conversation, but when How we're on, but that? when we're on the green and we're about to putt, be prepared for your putt. You can't be, be fifty prepared. to sixty feet away from your ball right. having a conversation. Then it's your turn. And you walk up to the ball because that's what people notice. That's, no, that's what people true. see. So that's that's uh, it, it. Dents my dick a little bit. My dick. But it's important. Just let your partner know what etiquette looks like on a golf course, because as long as they're prepared and know what, what it is that they're supposed to yeah. do, they don't have to be good at it. It makes sense. We had a lot of fun too. We had a great time. As soon as it was about the third hole, when I told you, Brittany, there's always going to be yeah. someone behind you. It like, doesn't matter. Sack. We don't have to keep letting people go past us. There will always be someone behind us. Right. We don't have to let them play through. Just be prepared and you're fine. As soon as that happened, that conversation mm-hmm. happened, you were fine. relaxed. You had a good time. We hit a speed bump, uh, almost died. I made a really good putt. You made an incredible putt. Yeah, that was good. Yes. Not as good as, Not as, good as Andy's. Andy's, Andy's was, was so about good. a 47, 49, I can't be more specific, foot putt. Just a little <laughs> right like, to left, mm, drop. I'm like, oh, I'm like, who's that? Andy Woods? Deacon's like, yeah, Tiger Woods. I'm like, no, <laughs> Like, no, dude, I made the joke. Like, it's Andy Woods. She was like, got it. <laughs> Didn't understand, but I get it But now. I got it. But I got okay, it. Let's go well, back. Really, to let, but let, I was going to say, what twists my tits? Well, what tits? Swiss your tits? What twists my tits? What really twists my tits is that... Um, Have you ever had an embarrassing B.O. moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. (laughs) Embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to B.O. worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a 
guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Okay. So I love Cooper, that we've moved that, on from the I love you. I do. You're annoying, I kind of like this a little bit better because you're not always annoying. Yeah, but there are things that are annoying. Agreed. And those twist your tits. They do. Yeah. Um. So the kids are at camp this week, and we dropped off Cooper to um, his camp, and he um, this is the first camp that he's not with Riley, and he was nervous, and so we got there and. Cooper's five. Okay. So this particular camp, it's, it was much better by the way today and yesterday. So it was just the first day. Um, but we dropped, we dropped Coop off and, um, I'm like, hi, like I'm looking for group one. And the girl was like, she's like, okay, sign here. Like, no, hello. How are you? So I signed Coop in and then Cooper is like visibly like scared and upset the girl doesn't even say hello to him doesn't say like it's okay or just like no worries like we like there was no interaction and I was like this hurts my heart a little bit because these little kids are leaving their parents they don't feel safe and it just takes one thing like it goes back to the hotel where it's like this is your first impression my first impression is of somebody who is not very pleasant like anyway this wasn't her group his group leader she's amazing now and maybe this other girl was just it was chaotic and i i had so many excuses and first like days are, benefit first of the doubt, i get it but i was like it doesn't take a lot just to be like hey buddy like uh you i see your name's cooper like there was nothing and i was like this really this really twists my tits Here, here's the thing about this and we talked about this we've got some friends who were adopted as children yeah and I, first of all, anyone who adopts a child, I think, is a saint. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's probably it's the coolest thing you can ever do is to take someone else's child and make them your own. That is that takes the most amount of heart ever. But we've talked to a lot of the uh, people who were adopted and they live there. They not all of them, but the ones that we have talked to live this world of like abandonment mm. where they feel like everyone is just at some point in time is just about to leave them. Right. Children instinctively feel that they have this need for connection and your parents up until like the age of seven, like your parents are your people. They're they're your safe zone. So when we pick our kid up and we bring them to a location and we drop them off, there's this sense of abandonment. My mom or my dad, my safety blanket is taking me somewhere where I don't know and they're leaving me there. Mm -hmm. All it takes all it takes to remove abandonment is a is the feeling of of safe. being wanted yes, and being safe. And safe and a smile. And all it takes is one camp counselor to get down and be like, "Are you Cooper? Cooper, my yes. name is X. It's so nice to see X you. Gonna give we're it gonna, to you. we're gonna have so much fun this week. I can't wait. Right? That little bit is like, I belong and I'm safe. Yeah, for sure. Because when you leave and they're waving goodbye, how long does it take from the goodbye till they're talking to someone? Right. And that period of time has got to be 
terrible for a child Mm -hmm. to sit there and wait for communication, wait for a contact, wait for something that says, I belong here. It could be a half an hour Mm -hmm. when they're all in the groups before they even get one interaction. So my whole thing is, is if you're a camp counselor or you're dealing with children, be the first, the first person, if you're the first person they see, be that safety zone safety for them. place mm-hmm. for them yeah and let like, them know they belong let them know that you can't wait to see them i feel and I'll so tell you change the whole thing saying this but like i remember my parents would be like you know it's so teenagers are so different these days like blah blah i truly feel that like i feel most of the time the interaction i have with teens and i'm not saying everyone because there are some lovely teenagers out there i used to teach high school but sometimes i'm just i'm noticing especially from the pandemic i just feel like maybe there isn't that um, like social presence, social awareness that they would have gained over those couple of first years of high school. Like I find that they're just like, they don't give a fuck. Like the guy on the boat. Remember when we rented the sea dues, mm-hmm. he was like, uh, like, do you know the safety rules? And we were like, how the fuck would no. I know the safety rules? Have you ever been in one of these? I'm like 15 years ago. He's like, yeah, just uh, hit the clutch here and you're good to go. Not much I'm has like, changed. What? <laughs> Stick to the left of that buoy. And then we had come I'm back. Like, well, what if I'm coming in? Well, yeah, that's a little confusing. Just anyway, stay away from the rocks. The, the point of the the point of it is, Here, is that I find here's that something that goes eighty friendly. kilometers an hour on the on the water. I find they're not very friendly. That's all. They're not. No, I'm just not only they're not really friendly. You you hit the nail on the head. Something changed in COVID, and yeah. we've talked about this a numerous amount of times. It's just kind of sad. It's like when we were at the restaurant when we were with your parents right. at their place. Oh yeah, that couple. There's this couple and this daughter. Say rude. This daughter was about three, and she was. Just no, she was a baby. No, no, I'm talking about the three year old. They also had a baby, they did, but they had a three year old that was wailing, just (laughs) screaming, 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 screaming. And me, when it's a full group of other people that are clearly annoyed by this girl, you want to make them feel comfortable. I want to make them feel like, hey, listen, it's it's okay, right? Been there, so I said that. I'm like, hey, man, been there, I understand that. The fucking dead silence, it was like, cool. I'm like. No, I'm I'm on your team here. We're got two we're, of those at home. We're we're parents. I've got two of them. They're right here. They're shitheads sometimes. You I get it, man. That, like it's like, it's good. Cool. And he's like, yeah, you're cool. And then was didn't you say something else after too? I'm like, there was what? a second interaction. Yeah. Then we saw them after with the baby, and oh, it's the okay. same. It was the same situation, very similar. I'm like, hey, listen, these days are these days. What are they? What did I say? The, the, the you day, better not have said the days are long. The days are long, no, but the years didn't. are short. You didn't. Did you actually say no, that? No, I oh said something God. corny like that because now I'm dealing with the woman. So I thought, okay, I'll take a little bit of a softer no, you approach. You didn't say that. You said something. And else. she looked at me like I was stranger danger, like mm. I was freaking. What's his face? The, Ted. the Ted Bundy. Yeah. But you had your, your, we were all right there. I'm like, I've got my kids right here. I've got my wife right here. I've got my in-laws right here. I'm the most relatable person in this room right now. And I'm just trying to let you know that it's so, okay. Right. Yeah. Neither of them wanted anything to do with me. It's like, don't fucking cough on me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I will say this though. COVID's like, over, man. Let's just like put a smile on your face. You're here on vacation. We're up North. Like it's beautiful. The, the, the sun is shining at night. The stars are all over the place. Like get your shit together and let's have a good time i will say this i need to like just clarify that there's definitely been moments where like your kids are losing it i remember specifically being in walmart and cooper was losing his mind riley was young but he was a baby and this woman was like said something along the lines of like maybe he's hungry or like trying to offer advice that is not what you were i'm not doing. saying advice no 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 it was it was just to make them like oh man like don't worry like do you know what i mean it's like uh the that what? was so off key 
<laughs> Anyways, so I just I want to it. clarify that that that's not what Ryan was doing because I absolutely can see how annoying that would be if you were the mom trying to attend to a, like a tantrum or yeah. a crying baby. That's not what Ryan I wasn't was doing. doing that. They I wasn't were just like grumpy. Let me give you some advice, brother. Anyways, I wasn't doing that. I was just like, yo, been there, man. It sucks. Okay, I got so, you. Speaking of uh, speaking of the cottage, yeah. Um. I love the relationship that we have with your parents. I love the relationship we have with my parents. I think it's super unique that we both have parents Mm -hmm. that we can sit down, have a couple drinks with, laugh, play games with, whatever. I just want to do a little shout out, call out. You, myself, and your mom, Mm -hmm. while playing Crazy Eights Countdown, had an unbelievable conversation about love languages. Now, Mm -hmm. we've had this conversation about love languages, and we've also come to realize that we don't know shit about love languages. We don't know what they are, but we did a little bit of research in this conversation. That's not the point of this. What the point of this conversation was that we had with your mom was that everyone has usually a love language on how they receive love and a love language on how they give love. And they're usually not the same, Mm -hmm. but your partner has a receiving and a giving and more often than not, how you give is not how they receive. Right. And so we had this conversation debate but wasn't debate it was all like a really nice discussion and it basically was like and you know how we say we don't know shit about love languages but i think in 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 encompassing the whole conversation we kind of just decided that as long as you are communicating with your partner with your spouse about how you receive love and how you give love it's okay to get it wrong sometimes right like we were talking about how i'm like well what's mine And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's acts of service and like how I want to receive receive it. And you were like, no way, blah, blah, blah. And no, no, that's how I get that. that is how that's how I was giving. Because I do acts of service to help alleviate your stress. Right. And you were like, no way, no way, no way. And then we looked it up and you're like, yes. But then I also was what was the other one? Oh, oh, quality time. Quality time. Yeah. Quality time is how I receive. And no, it's how you give. Yeah. And how I receive. Yeah. It's definitely how you give. Yeah. Anyways, it was more like. You don't need to choose one. And sometimes you're a little bit of everything. But as long as you're communicating with your partner, these like this, as much as I appreciate you doing this for me, because your partner's sitting here being like, I put all this effort in. And my partner doesn't seem grateful. Like we talk about back when I, when you would plan all of these trips and I would be like, this is amazing. But I would immediately be like, Ooh, like how much is it? And it would diminish all of the planning that you did. And we had a conversation about that. And I was like, holy shit. Like I can absolutely see how devastating that would be for you putting all of this effort in. And then me being like, well, that, essentially without saying it, that's not how I receive love. Like, and it just makes your efforts. Thanks, but right. Exactly. Thanks, but so it was more just like a very it was a very honest conversation it was interesting to hear from my mom like a boomer how they communicate and how they do their things because sometimes boomers are pretty stuck in their ways your dad was so funny so your dad was eavesdropping he he wasn't he did not want to be part of the conversation but listen to the whole thing kids no he he wasn't he was was on the computer anyways it was funny because the whole conversation kind of went like this it was like how I give love is not how you receive love, but that doesn't mean I'm not giving you love. Right. And it's like, acknowledge the fact that that's how I get, I'm a gift giver. I like providing things for people, experiences, things. I like giving, 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 giving. That's how I am. And it fills my cup when I do that. But to, to have a full cup, hand it to someone and they're like, ew, this doesn't taste like I wanted Gatorade. It's like, oh, that's pretty shitty. It's a shitty experience. And so what we talked about was, 
you have to be able to know how your partner gives love. And when they're doing that, acknowledge them for that. But also the other person needs to know how the person receives love. And then the whole conversation went, well, if I'm going to change the way that I show you that I love you, are you now obligated to change the way that you show me how you love me? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I, I love being touched. Someone touches my shoulder, well, to touches, touches my leg, but that's not how you give love. Right. And so here I am not feeling loved and appreciated because I'm not being touched, caressed or what thing. Oh. <laughs> because there's not that connection between the two of us. That's the whole thing for me is like, if I'm doing my job, there's a connection. If I'm not doing my job, there's no right. connection where for you, that's not how you give love. You give love by, Planning birthdays and making things like beautiful and making the house beautiful and making. No, it's more just like taking the stressors of the kids and and making sure you don't have to think about that shit. And so my my whole thing was, and this is where the conversation came into play. It was like, if I recognize that your way of receiving love is acts of service as opposed to gift giving, I can still give you gifts. But if I really want you to know that I love you, I've got to do that. You got to make sure the cup is also full of my needs. It can't just be a full straight cup of Gatorade. I want a little vodka. Yeah. And so your dad, your dad, I'm the conversation's over. We move on. Your dad and I are outside and your dad kind of brings it up loosely and says, you know, in our generation, we just did what our spouses asked us to do because that's how you love someone. I mean, you just take care of them. Like that's that was it. Sweet. And I thought, huh? Huh? Yeah. Well, that's pretty simple. Yeah, it's true. I just said, we're like, there's five languages. Blah, 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 blah. Well, as we evolve, <laughs> as we evolve, this is the problem. Even with technology, as we evolve and start streamlining things and getting to know things at a be- at a deeper level, sometimes we overcomplicate these things. It's true. And when it comes to love, your dad just simplified. He said like, do what you need to do to make the person know that you love them. If they want a hug, give them a hug. If they want a sandwich, make them a sandwich. Mm-hmm. If they want the laundry picked away, put the laundry away. Oh, just stare at it. But, um. <laughs> but it does come down to it. Like if I'm going to change my love language to match your love language, but you're not going to change your love language to match right. my love language, that's where resentment kicks in. There needs to be a Don't conversation. Don't do it. There Don't do it. Conversation. conversation. Okay. Always. So I really want to, I want to quickly talk about this because we actually heard this story um, a couple of years ago. I think I like saw it on a TikTok and I remember being like, holy shit, this was wild. And you were like, it's funny because the Tylenol or Advil or whatever medicine you're taking, you know how it has the seal. Um, the seal. The seal. And you're like, the reason why it's sealed is because of this incident. So basically in it was in the 80s. I think. Yeah. Um, so seventies yeah, or eighties, it was in the eighties. So base so this 12 year old girl wakes up in the eighties. Her name is Mary and she's not feeling very well. So before school, she pops a Tylenol extra strength. Her parents give her a Tylenol, okay, whatever. She takes a Tylenol and no, no, they didn't because they did. no, they did. I just read it. Okay. Huh. So she took one. Mary takes a Tylenol and, uh, a little while later, seven like o'clock. Ten, 10 minutes later, her, her father hears like thump. And so he comes in, I'm uh, here for the gangbang. <laughs> oh, this is not funny. This is not really funny. This is not a laughing itself. matter. But the, the fact that you heard, you made that, I could not do it. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mary, I, Mary. Your dad just coming in to me like. Mary, I'm so sorry. Okay. Anyway, she was only 12. No, it was before school. I just listen. Okay. So she's 12 and her dad comes in and checks on her and she isn't like there's, she's not responding. She's dead. She fucking died. She died. 
So later or the same day, uh, a couple hours later, this this guy, Adam, is driving home from work on his lunch hour and he's got a migraine and he no, sorry, he's going to pick up his kids from preschool and he pops a Tylenol and doesn't make it home, dies. So they're like, what the fuck? The family is grieving. They go to Adam's house to kind of like congregate and just kind of be like, what the hell is happening? Including Adam's brother and sister-in-law. So his wife, um, Stanley and Teresa, I think was her name. So they both aren't feeling well. Well, they say, they say when, when you're mourning headaches are a common symptom of mourning. So So both of them have a headache. Yeah. So they're at, they're at Stanley's house or they're at Adam's house and they take the same Tylenol that, that he had taken and they both fucking drop dead. And so now the police are called They're they're first, they're thinking it's like a gas leak because there's all, there's three people. Well, two, cause the one died elsewhere, but um, died after house. leaving the house. Right, right. Died after leaving the house. So they, they check, there's no gas leak. They then start um, looking at the uh, food that they were eating, nothing. There's like three other incidents. It's a like total seven of in total. seven people died. And a doctor, actually two firemen noticed the similarities between Mary, the first 12 year old and the two people that died, Adam's brother-in-law and sister-in-law and kind of put two and two together. And they deducted and went backwards and noticed that all these people had they taken. Did, they did a toxicology a yeah, report. So they took blood. Yep. And uh, because at first they looked at the Tylenol and it didn't seem like there was anything wrong with it. They noticed that six pills were missing. And so they had taken, yeah, the toxicology report from the, the people that passed away and then found out that there was cyanide. Cyanide. And the whole plant was shut down for investigation because it was purposeful. Yep. Somebody literally, it was in Chicago. Sorry, I forgot to tell you that. So yeah, it was, but it wasn't at the plant. Yeah. So it it did not happen at the plant. So Tylenol was able to prove that those bottles were not tampered with as they left their facility. Okay. And because it was located only in one area, they were able to determine, because keep in mind, and you'll learn this from a business standpoint, any policy and procedure that exists it's, only exists because at some time it didn't right. and they got sued really badly for right. it. So Tylenol at the time was the number one over the counter medicine for everything. Mm-hmm. It had like massive, massive uh, uh, share in the entire, in the entire space, right? Like I don't even know what it was like 80%. They plummeted. They plummeted. They predicted that Tylenol would be dead, dead to rights. They were screwed. Mm-hmm. They have seven people dying from their plant. Like you're talking massive, massive, massive amounts of uh, of lawsuits. Predicted that they were toast. They were able to prove that it didn't happen. But at that time, they'd never had seals. Mm-hmm. So when you open up a Tylenol, now the outside sealed. And, and when you inside. open it, it in, the inside sealed. This is literally designed because of this situation that occurred here. What had happened was someone went into the drugstore and actually injected the liquid Tylenol with cyanide. Wow. They were able to find a handful of more of, of other um, But what do you mean? Like they, they took each pill and injected So these were cyanide. the liquid these were the liquid Tylenols. Yeah. They literally injected with a needle cyanide into the So they into opened it. up the Tylenol. Opened up the wasn't Tylenol. Sealed. Took on a Tylenol pill, injected wow. it into like multiple bottles. I think they found like 20 bottles. Just random. Random bottles all in the Chicago area. They never found out who did this. Right. But today, if you look at your medicine, mm-hmm. it's got the seal on it That's because why. seven people died as a result of this. But it's you terrifying. think you think to yourself, this is medicine we're talking about. Yeah. Why would that policy not exist to begin right. with? 
because no one thought right. someone's going to go in there, buy homicide. these bottles, throw a bunch of cyanide into them, bring the bottles back, put them on the shelf and let someone buy People them. People are fucked. Terrible. Okay. But this went down, this put you down a little bit of a it, rabbit hole. It really We did. went from conspiracy theories to like weird, weird, strange deaths. Okay. So I found And this, you went down this hole. So hole I, away. I found, <laughs> I found this <laughs> article that is uh, titled 10 Bizarre accidental death stories and some of them are just like it's so it's one of those things where it's like oh how did your uncle die and then you tell the story and you're like there's no fucking way like it's just so bizarre i haven't heard these so no no tell away okay so this happened in uh 2016 and this guy robert he was 47 he was fishing with his friends and they were catching um a fish native to tanzania They were fishing. It doesn't matter where. <laughs> Anyways. Tanzania? So, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they were they were fishing. And so a lot of the fish were still alive, flopping around at their feet. Okay? I'd hope so. Yeah. It's usually how fish get caught. These fish uh, were, were jumping Just scooping fish. up the dead fish in Tanzania. Listen, many of which were still alive and flopping about on the basin and by their feet. Okay. So these were like known to be like fish that could jump. Suddenly, one fish gave an extra spirited flop. <laughs> What's that fish known? Uh, the ability to jump on water. Listen. Listen, the fish fucking flopped into the air. Robert looked up and it went straight into his mouth and he fucking suffocated and died. And you're like, oh, no, no, this is a floppy fish. Robert died. <laughs> Robert deep throated a he fish? He did. It's so sad because they watched helplessly as this fish is literally like choking him. Well, the problem is the fish would keep trying to survive. So <sighs> literally the tail would be like, uh, he's struggling. So, so Robert actually survived like the journey to the hospital. Like even though he was like very obviously short of breath. Short of breath. He died. 2016. And That's they, were right, they were just about to do emergency surgery, um, but they did anyways to remove the fish. But like... I just can't imagine that's how you like how did you die well a fish jumped down my throat like it's just so sad I can't do it okay so the next that one is a strange way to die it is um this one's like I feel this one's bizarre but um cryotherapy you know where you're um in the cold or whatever that's more of like a new thing so it's body hackers yeah yeah it's like similar to the ice bath okay so <clears throat> well, the health the health benefits are questionable. This actually doesn't matter. Che this girl, Chelsea, in 2015, she was 24. She worked at the Las Vegas spa where they do this. Um, she decided to do a quick treatment after hours alone. Although the details are unclear, it, they said that she lost consciousness and was found dead, like frozen, completely solid. The, her coworkers found her the next day. Isn't that wild? Yeah, like you're not supposed to be in there for like, a year only there for like a couple of minutes at most. She died from uh, asphyxia due to low levels of oxygen. And yeah. then she just fucking froze. She legitimately would have froze. This one's death. disgusting. And I think this is just stupid. But in 2012, Edward, he was 32. He wanted a python really, really bad. So I guess the owner of a reptile store in Florida was giving one away in a contest to whoever could eat the most cockroaches. Oh, yeah, I'm say, you I think heard I'm, that right. I think I'm going to tell another story. Who could ever eat the most cockroaches? Cockroaches wins a python. Like, first of all, what kind of dude is like, yeah, that's that's what I want to be known for. So Edward was winning against 30 other people who Most thought guys. the same thing. <laughs> to eat a cockroach? Yeah. That's so it's I a could challenge. Never. No. Yeah. Would you be able to eat a cockroach? I don't want a python. It doesn't matter. Could you eat one? If it was for something I wanted, yeah. Anyways, he tried, he was already winning. And so then he was like, fuck it, I'm gonna take the belt and go further. So he just kept shoving them down 
his throat and he literally died because he fucking was choking on cockroaches. Ew. Why? It's so gross. I can't. I just think that's so gross. Here's, here's a story. Now this may be a, this may be an urban myth. I didn't know it was an urban myth until I told this story to someone and they're like, yeah, I I heard that story too. Cause the way that I was told the story was, uh, one of uh, my friend's teachers. This is how he told me it was him. And so I assumed I was getting it second person once removed, right? Okay. He had a python or some boa constrictor or some very large snake. And he used to sleep with this snake in his bed all the time. And one day he woke up and the snake was stiff as a board, like dead stiff as a board right beside him. And he thought, oh, that was strange. And then the next day he woke up and the snake was dead stiff as a board again. Now, he unstiffened himself earlier in the day. So it's not like he stayed stiff for the entire day. I'm just picturing So he picks else. up the phone on the way home from, uh, from school. Cause again, this was a teacher that I was told happened to, he picks up the phone and he calls the vet and he says to the vet, this is what's going on. And the vet says, where are you right now? He says, I'm on my way home. He said, do not go home. So what do you mean? Don't go home. He said, when you get home, that snake is going to eat you. He said, what are you talking about? He's been preparing his stomach and he's been laying beside you to make sure that you will fit in his body. Oh my God. That's disturbing. That's why he's laying beside you stiff is to just make sure you're long enough for him to swallow you. That's so disturbing. So they had to bring in uh, pet control and all of that fun stuff and sure as shit that snake was waiting for him. So that it could be an urban myth, but RJ Clay told me it and he told me that it was his teacher. So you're like, I heard either this on his, freaky either stories. His teacher's lying or <laughs> whatever. That show? Freaky yeah, I stories. I got one more to say. I got one more to say. It's a kind of a, like a, Hey, uh, the toe. Okay. This isn't a, this, you don't think it's a warning? No. I think it's a I good it's warning. Personal. It's personal. I won't mention the names, okay. but I think it's a, a good warning. Okay. This is a good warning. You know, public. <laughs> This is a good warning. Public service announcement. <laughs> so a friend of mine, colleague, uh, client, friend of mine, his son recently had was rushed to the hospital. He woke up one day paralyzed. The kids couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. Right across his back, couldn't move. They had to change him. They had to bring him to the hospital. Sure enough, he gets this this blood infection, the mm-hmm. staph infection in his blood. So I find out about this. Yeah, we're devastated. It's been like two weeks, whatever, whatever, constant communication back and forth. Well, we're on the phone with them the other day. And I said, did they ever find out what happened to him? And he said, yeah, it was an ingrown toenail. Mm-hmm. Staph infection from an ingrown toenail. He had an ingrown toenail. Now we've all probably had ingrown toenails or ingrown hairs or anything along those lines. And his toe was swollen and it was red. And his mom had said to him, that looks like a staph infection. You should get that checked out. And he said, don't worry, mom. It happens all the time. It goes away after a couple of days. Well, apparently he stubbed his toe and it didn't go away. And with a staph infection, now keep in mind, I'm not a doctor and I don't know anything about this, but I learned all of this on the phone. So I could be wrong. Please don't correct me if I am, but this is a public service announcement with a staph infection. It has two paths to take. It either goes after your heart or it goes after your most vulnerable position, which is usually joint pains. Mm-hmm. So if or you've previous ever, injuries. or if you ever had a previous injury, it goes after your joints or it goes after your heart. And if you've had a previous injury, it goes after the joint that you hurt. And he had separated his shoulder, mm-hmm. which is why it went across his entire shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then the next, sides. the closest thing was the, was the um, heart. artery. Yeah. Yeah. The it's heart. Fucked. So anyways, public service announcement. If you have an ingrown toenail Check or you have fungus on your toe, there's commercials that say, oh, that's an ingrown toenail. It's fine. It's not fine. It not can fine. cause it does. Yeah. And it can. Do you have an ingrown toenail? Okay. So last one. First of all, this one, I didn't know. Um, just the first sentence uh, that did you know that there's been like a multiple deaths at Disneyland? 
Like, I didn't know that. The first sentence literally says, well, many jurors no. have met untimely ends at Disneyland. I'm like, what? Which makes me want to go on another deep dive rabbit hole. <laughs> makes you want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, this happened to a man. He's 33 and he was a software engineer. He was visiting the park with his family on Christmas Eve in 1988. So his death is believed to be the first at the park caused by an operator error. Usually it's like accidental, but this was human error. So the family was waiting to board the Columbia, a replica of 18th century ship. And one of the parks team, it's one of the park's famous rides. The rides operator, who was also severely injured, failed to dock the ship properly. And a metal cleat pulled loose from the ship under high tension. It sailed through the air and struck Dawson squarely in the face, killing him instantly. Can you imagine fucking the best place on earth? You witness a murder. Like, it's so sad. Well, that wasn't murder. That well, was just death. That's, that's fair. I saw... That's fair. I saw a TikTok the video. The ship murdered him. It's I so saw a TikTok fair. video the other day, and it made me absolutely ball. It is... It, it's a video oh, wait, of... it wasn't done. Hold oh. on. Afterwards... There's more? Well, this... I thought, I thought this was an interesting fact. Park officials came under criticism for cleaning up the accident scene before the police had arrived. But this is likely because the police took over four hours to get there, which is why the incident resulted in a full-time police station um, being installed in the park, hmm. which I didn't know. Which I, thought I didn't was know kind that of either. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Hold on. I want to... This is the worst one. Can I just tell this last sure. one? It's so... It's so fucked. Okay. Sure. <laughs> In 2015, this 30-year-old woman was enjoying a day at the mall with her two-year-old son, okay? She was killed in a bizarre and grisly accident. As she descended the escalator, the bottom floor panel that concealed its inner workings suddenly gave way. Thinking quickly, she tossed her toddler to a nearby mall employee, employee and safely... A split second before disappearing into the churning machinery, another employee attempted to grab her, but the incident simply happened too fast. Horrified onlookers could do nothing but watch as the woman was sucked into the escalator's inner workings. <gasps> How fucked is that? That's terrifying. Isn't it? It's like a, it's like, um, uh, what's that? Oh God. Where, like de where death comes for you. Oh my God. Like the plane, Devin Final, Sala, destination. Final Destination. It's like, this is, that's how you would die in a movie like there's that. A, there's a video of that one. Are you serious? There's a video <gasps> of oh, it happening? so morbid. Really? No. Oh. Why do you know that? Jake's seen it. Jake's oh seen God. some I could never watch shit. it. I could never watch it, but I know people are going to Google it now. I couldn't. Oh. I don't want to see twice. that. No, you can't. I don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to know. I two, think my brain Two girls, one cup. Oh God. Some, Jake's into some dark shit. Oh my yeah. God. I so forgot about that video. I saw this video and this is going to put things into perspective. It's this, it's this, uh, father on vacation with his little kid and he's going down the slide and he's throwing them up and down in the water and it's just beautiful. And the woman's, it's either the, you hear the woman's voice or you see the writing and it says, we didn't realize that this would be our last summer together. Aww. The father obviously passed away people don't die every single day. They, yeah. And whether it's a freak accident, car accident, heart attack, whatever it happens. The reality of it is, is nothing's guaranteed. No. Enjoy the people that are in your life when they're in your life. No drama, no, no worries, no concerns, no considerations. Just enjoy the people that are in your life when mm -hmm. you have them. Cause you really don't know when you're, when you're going to lose them. And one day all of a sudden a fish might just jump up and <laughs> go right down your throat. You never know. Or Robert. With that being said, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh. Lost a fish. I'm a side from my soul.